Alright guys, and welcome to another edition of Just a Guy Talking Football Podcast. It's time for the peas with PJ. But real quick, we're going to run it back from that Thursday night game in between the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers, guys. We saw the Steelers win this one, just about like I said, guys, 20-16. to 16. So, Pittsburgh... Money line, Pittsburgh minus three, and the under of 37 all hit for you guys. Let's go over a couple of things that I saw during the game. Levis definitely fell back down to earth a little bit. Still had a lot of passing yards, especially in the first half. Um, 262 yards in the air. He did have an interception to end the game. Derrick Henry, pretty much vintage style, like we said, guys. 17 attempts for 75 yards and the touchdown, which if you followed my advice, you took the anytime touchdown at plus 130 on Derrick Henry. On the reverse side of things, Pittsburgh Steelers, Kenny Pickett, plotted right along, 160 yards passing and a touchdown to Deontay Johnson. With Deontay Johnson back, once again, a uh, little uh, prop bet that I had for you last night, 60-plus rushing yard, or receiving yards at minus 105 came in. Uh, he had seven receptions on nine targets for 90 yards and a touchdown. And George Pickens had two receptions on five targets for minus one yard. The obvious pecking order in Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver room has changed, guys. Deontay Johnson is... Dominating that um, favorably, very much so. A lot of targets, a lot of receptions, and I think he's going to be the main feature moving forward. Um, One big thing that you saw, Steelers defense had about four sacks, had one turnover, which of course, like I mentioned, they, they kill it in the turnover differential. And in the Tennessee side, zero sacks, zero turnovers, that's not going to win you a ball game, especially if you're going to go into Pittsburgh. It was a tight game. Of course, Tennessee had a chance to, to do some stuff, but Levis showed his rookie abilities and threw an interception on the last drive that they had. All right, so let's see a couple things that I told you about. We already mentioned the Henry anytime touchdown came true. Deontay Johnson, 60-plus yards came true. Henry just missed out on that 80-plus yards for plus 115, so we didn't hit there. But we did hit the other one, each team to score one touchdown and one field goal, which was minus 140, which was a pretty much a no-brainer. So that one came true too, guys. So I hopefully you listened to me on those ones. Picks were pretty good last yesterday. Let's go on to the P's with PJ. Let's see what we're looking at for this weekend, Sunday, prop bet-wise. Okay, guys, I'm going to give you a sprinkling of a couple different things I kind of gave you my cue into some of the ways that I make a, my prop picks or my parlays kind of thing. So these are a couple of the ones that stood out to me. Like, of course, I told you Fridays, they have some info out, but they don't have all the players in right now, especially if they're questionable. So you sometimes have to wait till Sunday to kind of make sure if you're looking for a specific player because they might not have the uh, odds on them yet because they don't know if they're playing or how healthy slash injured they are. But here's a couple of the ones that stood out to me when I looked uh, this morning. Derek Carr, over one and a half touchdowns, minus 120. The Bears are horrible on pass defense. Horrible on pass defense. We saw the LA Chargers eat them alive last week. That seems like a no-brainer to me. Um, Baker Mayfield, over one and a half touchdowns against the Houston Texans, plus 140. That's all they do down there in Tampa Bay is throw. Now, I know they're in Houston, but that's all they do is throw the ball. 
They barely run the ball. So that's just another one to kind of keep an eye on. Here's one that I liked. Jalen Hurts, over one and a half touchdowns, plus 100. I know they're playing the Dallas Cowboys, but you're going to tell me that Jalen Hurts isn't going to get his touchdowns? So that one's a no-brainer to me. I do like the Dak Prescott over one and a half touchdowns as well, plus 110. I think this game's going to be a shootout, guys. So uh, just a little cue in there. We'll, we'll get back into that game in a little bit. All right. Uh, a couple ones that I saw for Sunday for just a couple different people. Alternate receiving yards. Alvin Kamara, 40-plus receiving yards, plus 125. If anybody watched the Bears game last week, which in Chicago you probably did, you saw Austin Eckler just catch the ball and run with it multiple times against that Bears defense. It is very susceptible to running backs swing passes out of the backfield. They don't have a good, a better, good front line to go and chase them. So that, it seems like a no-brainer. Kamara's hit, I think, 90 yards and 75 yards in the last two games on receiving. So 40 yards is is pretty low for him. So that one I'm starring, guys. Another one that we're kind of seeing as people start to kind of get involved in the game, Josh Downs, the receiver for the Colts. He's starting to really climb that pecking order in the wide receivers in the Colts. 60-plus rush uh, receiving yards, plus 115. He caught 125 two games ago. He caught 75 last game. Just, just putting it out there, guys. All right, and then very finally, alternate rushing yards I think is a no-brainer for this week because he's just starting to kind of get rolling. Jonathan Taylor, 70-plus rushing yards, plus 100, guys. The Colts are playing the Panthers. I think the Colts don't mind throwing the ball, of course. We've seen that a lot. But the Panthers aren't necessarily all the good teams that they've been playing lately. I think the Colts are going to try to maintain the lead at some point. And that means it's Jonathan Taylor time. Last couple games, he's had 90 yards rushing and 75 yards rushing. So 70 isn't a big deal, especially he splits a little bit with Zach Moss. But I think Taylor's going to eat eat up this uh, Panthers defense. So the three ones that I went with for my parlay slash pick. Jalen Hurts over one point, one and a half touchdowns passing, plus 100. Alvin Kamara, 40 plus yards receiving, plus 125. And then Jonathan Taylor... 70 yards rushing, plus 100. That gives you a plus 800, guys, on a parlay. Plus 800. Just a little cue in there, guys. Something to think about. That's something that I did. Don't know if you guys want to go that route, too. One other one that I looked at, and I'm going to tell you guys right now that I did. A.J. Brown, 100 yards receiving. Now, he's done it. He set a record. I think he's done it in six straight games, at least 125. Maybe it's seven now. That's at plus 170 for him to get 100 yards. Just 100 yards. And then CeeDee Lamb, 100 yards receiving. Plus 225. I think that this is a game, guys, that they are going to shoot out. I think the big names are going to catch balls in this game. I think they're going to feed them. The A.J. Brown and CeeDee Lamb are that good. I think you're going to see big-time games from both of these guys. So I took them each separately, and I parlayed them together. And parlaying them together, 100 yards receiving for each one is plus 625. So just a little just a little cue in there, guys. Just some of the stuff that it props that I like for the weekend. I know everybody always asks me, what are you guys doing? What are we looking at? That's what I'm looking at for the weekend. Okay, guys. We'll go down, uh, on down to our college corner real quick. 
not a lot of things that I kind of like this weekend, but there's a few things. I unfortunately can't bet it because I'm in Illinois and there's rules against that, I guess, on DraftKings. But if you have a chance to bet the Iowa-Northwestern game, take the under. I know it's crazy. It's 30 and a half points. 17 to 10 is a shootout for Iowa, basically. So just get ready. I think it's going to go under. Northwestern isn't that good. They're playing in Wrigley Field. Iowa's going to get up for this game. Iowa's had a week to think about their loss to Minnesota. Take the under of 30 and a half if you can bet that one. It's death, taxes, and the Iowa under, just to let you know. Okay, then moving right along. Purdue versus Michigan. Guys, there's a lot of new, a lot of news out about Michigan right now. Lots of news. They can't run away from it. But the one thing that they can do is win their games and win them handily. And I think they're going to do that. So I'm taking the over of 52 and a half in this one, guys. Michigan and Purdue, over 52 and a half. I think Michigan can probably put up about 49 points themselves. That leaves Purdue to get seven points. I That's a no-brainer to me. I think that Purdue will at least get one touchdown, and I think Michigan's just going to blow the doors off of them to kind of make a point. Okay, next one. Another uh, Big Ten matchup I like to go over. I like the Ohio State Rutgers over at 42.5. Not a lot of points here. Ohio State doesn't necessarily blow the doors off of people. They like to keep it defensively. Rutgers is sneaky. Rutgers can put up some points. And I'm not saying they're going to put up major points, but hey, if you're talking about two touchdowns, I think Rutgers can put up about two touchdowns. So that's 14 points. So then if you're talking about 14 points, you're talking about eh, just about 30 points from Ohio State, which is about where they sit. They usually go right around 30 points. So I'm going to take the over in that one of Ohio State, Rutgers, 42 and a half. The last one, guys. I don't really like the line in this game. Dabble was talking earlier this week on his uh, on his call-in show and getting all upset, trying to get Clemson all fired up. Well, I think that's going to work in the way of getting him fired up because I think this is going to be a scoring game. So Notre Dame versus Clemson, I'm taking the over 44.5. We know Notre Dame can put up points, and they can even put up points as a defense, by the way, too. And I think you're going to see Clemson put up a little bit of points here, too. So... You know, I definitely kind of see this game maybe being 28-21, that kind of thing. So we're going to go over 44.5 in that one. All right, guys, there's your college corner. There's the peas with PJ. Stay tuned. We've got Monday coming up, the Monday Run It Back show, where we uh, review all the action from this last weekend. But thank you for joining Just a Guy Talking Football podcast, guys. And I am out.